Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Hey, guess what? I have another guest on this uh, episode. Um, We've had like probably eight episodes in a row with guests. Uh, Mm. Today is my sister. Woohoo! That's my sister, Jessica. I'm the sister. Hey. Finally, you've uh, made it. You've, you've, you're on the podcast. I feel like I've made it. This <laughs> is it. You know you've made it when you are on the Dictionary, the dictionary. podcast. Yeah. Also, when you're uh, an answer to a, a clue in a crossword puzzle. Ooh, you, that's it. Yep. Top of the line. I know I've made it when I'm at that point. So uh, tell the people who you are. What, what do we need to know about you? Oh, man. Spencer's sister, Jessica Parks. Uh, I, I got to watch Spencer be a small child and grow up to this incredible word nerd. So I, I feel pretty special. Don't tell the people about my childhood. <laughs> Nothing. My lips are sealed. Uh, all right. Should we get started? Please. Uh, by the way, your episode will be airing on January 3rd, <gasps> 2020. Ooh, 2020. That's very weird. Um, okay. Our first word is O tonight. O O. Oh, geez. oh I, tonight. I feel so stupid sometimes reading these words. Uh, it is spelled A U T U N I T E. Uh, oh, it's, I look at the pronunciation guide and it tells me how to say it, but then, uh, yeah, we're just going to say O tonight. O tonight. It auto, could also not be. Auto night? Uh, no, because it's not A U T O, it's A U T U N I T E. O tonight. O tonight. Or O tonight. Okay. Oh, and I'll just tell you this. It is from the a town in France called Otun. Oh. Or something like that. A-U-T-U-N. Uh, all right. This is a noun from circa 1852. A radioactive, usually lemon yellow calcium phosphate mineral that occurs in tabular crystals and in scales and that is an ore of uranium. Oh, we, we fit right into your wheelhouse, right? Yeah, the, I know all about ores of uranium. I know you do. Uh, but we don't want to hear about that right now. We're uh, going to uh, move on. No. Save that. Yeah, exactly. Next podcast. Uh, that was a joke, obviously. Uh, all right, next we have aux, A-U-X. This is an abbreviation for auxiliary verb. Yep. Uh, I also am familiar with that term. You know, the aux input in your car or whatever. You can plug in your phone or something. Huh. Uh, yeah. Part of our vernacular. Uh, all right, this next word is auxiliary or auxiliary. It is the first form. It is an adjective from the 15th century. 1A, offering or providing help. Hmm. 1B, functioning in a subsidiary capacity. I remember, for some reason, when I was younger, I had a problem pronouncing the word capacity. I would see it in an elevator. I'm like, capacity? Capacity. Capacity. Uh, but no, it's capacity. Uh, and then we have an example, an auxiliary branch of the state university. Uh, number two for auxiliary of a verb. We're talking about a verb accompanying another verb and typically expressing person, number, mood, or tense. All right, 3A. We just have the synonym supplementary. 3B, constituting a reserve, as in an auxiliary power plant. So that would be a power plant that is assisting another? Yeah. Hmm. Number four, equipped with sails and a supplementary inboard engine, as in an auxiliary sloop? Sloop. Do you know what a sloop is? Sloop. Nope. Sloop. uh, What's that? Isn't there an old 50s song? Sloop John B or something like that? I don't think that's what they're talking about. I assume a sloop is a boat. 
Sloop is a boat. I don't know boats. Um, all right, let's look at some etymology. This is from the Latin auxili- auxiliaris, auxiliaris uh, which means help. And it is akin to the Latin augere, which is a verb which means to increase. And there's more at the word eek, E-K-E. Eek. Eek. Um, all right, now we have the second form of auxiliary. Uh, I've mentioned this to other people. These words are... I didn't look ahead. I didn't pick what page that fits with you. Uh, And so, you know, hopefully you have some connection to some of these. And sometimes you might not, but don't feel pressure. Uh, We're we're just hanging out. All right. (laughs) So this is the second form of auxiliary. It is a noun from 1567. Uh, 1A, an auxiliary person, group, or device. Specifically, a member of a foreign force serving a nation at war. 1B, a Roman Catholic titular bishop assisting a diocesan bishop and not having the right of succession called also auxiliary bishop do you know did i pronounce that word correctly diocesan diocesan i don't know but titular 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 is a new word to me that i recently learned and i think it's fun to say it is fun to say what what like what was the context that you learned it It, it's something about like the titular character or the yeah the title character basically right Right. the main character yep i did not know that word until recently now you know but the other word was dios yeah i think it might have come up in an old uh definition too uh where did it go diocesan i I think i had trouble pronouncing it before diocese yeah yeah exactly yeah d-i-o-c-e-s-a-n that's the best i can do um all right number two for the second form of auxiliary an auxiliary boat or ship. Number three, an auxiliary verb. So there definitely there was definitely some relations between the first form and the second form of auxiliary. Secondary, supplemental. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. An auxiliary it's right, it's the the backup. Yeah. You know, that's one way to it's say like it. It's like that second thumb I have. Right, exactly. Yeah. Are you a koala? Oh. Um, all right, now we have the word oxen. A-U-X-I-N. It is Hmm. one word. Uh, It is a noun from 1933. One, any of various usually acidic organic substances that promote cell elongation in plant shoots and usually regulate other growth processes as root initiation. As 1A, we have the synonym indoleacetic acid. Did I say that right? <laughs> My brain flatlined. I don't know. In, Indoleacetic acid. Um, also, 1B, any of various synthetic substances resembling indoleatic acid in activity and used especially in research and agriculture. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I just read there. Uh, <laughs> that happens often. Um, all right, number two for auxin, we have the synonym plant hormone. And oxinic is an adjective. This is from the Greek oxine, which means to increase. And there's more at the word eek, E-K-E, which didn't we just have that? Yeah, auxiliary. We also had eek. more at the word eek. Uh, sorry if these words are not uh, doing it for you, but... I'm into it. I, I, your listeners don't know how cool it is to just watch your mustache go up and down <laughs> while you read. So it's fascinating. And you know what? I almost shaved, so thank God I didn't. No, this is good. Uh, All right, next we have oxotroph. I just love this because I'm learning all these new words uh, that I've never heard before. Do you retain them, though? No. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe one or two, but <laughs> in general, uh, most of them just sort of go in one ear, out the other. Auxiliary. Just remember that one. I know that one. Okay. See? Uh, okay, auxotroph, A-U-X-O-T-R-O-P-H. This is a noun from 1950. An auxotrophic strain or individual. Okay, hmm. that, oh, well, here, next word is auxotrophic. That'll help us. Uh, this is an adjective from 1944. Requiring a specific growth substance beyond the minimum required for normal metabolism and reproduction by the parental or wild type strain. As in, oxotrophic mutants of bacteria. Oxotrophy is a noun, and I still don't totally understand what it is. Uh, let's see. This is from Greek. Oxine to increase. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I wish I were a scientist sometimes because then I might understand these a little bit better. Maybe we should ask Janet what oxotrophic is. Yeah, to have that Latin base too. That's helpful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Janet, by the way, is our aunt and she was a science teacher for many years. uh, So she might be able to help us out with that one. Um, All right, next we have AV, all lowercase. It is an abbreviation for one, avenue, two, average, or three. What is this word? Uh, it looks French. Um, a, I'll spell it first. A-V-O-I-R-D-U-P-O-I-S. Avoir de poids? Well done. Do, I have no idea if I said that correctly. I, I, I kind of want to look ahead and see if it's in the dictionary. I mean, it sounded quite good. Avoir, oh, here we go. Oh, because it's an... Aver de poids. Aver de poids. Something like that. Uh, I have no idea what that is, but we'll get there in about five episodes or so. <laughs> Uh, in case you people are curious. Still tuning in in five right. episodes. Uh, all right, next we have AV again. It is all caps. It is an abbreviation for one, ad valorem. Hmm. Uh, number two, audiovisual. And number three, authorized version. Okay. Now we have AV again, but this time there is a slash. Uh, what do you call that? A backslash or a forward slash in between the A and the V. It is an abbreviation for audio video. All right, next is avail, A-V-A-I-L. It is the first form of two. Uh, This one is a verb. Uh, By the way, the next one is a noun. But we're going to start with the verb. It is uh, from the 14th century. Intransitive definitions are first. To be of use or advantage. Synonym is serve. As in, our best efforts did not avail. Now we have the transitive mm. definition. Uh, to produce or result in... Uh, let me try that again. To produce or result in as a benefit or advantage. Synonym is gain. As in, his efforts availed him nothing. Uh, mm. Then we have a couple little phrases. Um, avail oneself of. Uh, or, or it could also just be avail of. And that means... To make use of, take advantage of. Uh, An example is, they availed themselves of his services. Typically, when I hear the word avail, I think I hear it in terms of a shorter version of the word available. Right. I was thinking that. But yeah, it definitely is. To make oneself available. Right. Exactly. Um, Let's see. Any etymology worth saying? Uh, It is from the Latin, or looks French, valois. To be of worth. Uh, that is from the Latin al, uh, valere. And there's more at the word wield. W-I-E-L-D. 
All right, now we have the second form of a veil. This is a noun from the 15th century. Advantage toward attainment of a goal or purpose. Synonym is uh, use. I think that's, or use, U-S-E, uh, one of those. Um, as in, effort was of little avail. That's all I got for that Oops. one. Next is availability. This is a noun from 1803. One, the quality or state of being available. Number two, an available person or thing. Which is why Spencer brought me up here. I happened to be available. You were available. You were standing around, staring off into space, not doing anything. And I said, hey, you want to record? And you said, okay. I did. Uh, as, as I've mentioned a couple episodes ago, we are here for the weekend with uh, our dad's side of the family. There's 20, oh, over 20 of us. Over. And uh, you know, this is what we do around Christmas time. We get a house for the weekend and we just hang out and... Uh, read the dictionary. Read the dictionary. This is a, tr- a tradition. Um, we also <laughs> play... so fun. We, we play a lot of running charades. And if you people are not familiar with running charades, you should get yourself familiar right away. This is something that we stole from the TV show Mad About You. And uh, basically, it's charades, but there are two teams in different rooms, and the clue givers are in the middle, and uh, the two teams just try and get through the clues as quickly as possible, and we have an awesome time. It's amazing. We play multiple rounds over the weekend, and uh, we've already played... Geez, last night we played probably five rounds oh, or something. Least. And that was just the first night. Yep, and there are clues ready to go. So. Yeah, there's at least three or four rounds ready to go. Okay, we're almost at the end of this episode. Oh my gosh. It, next, we have the word available. Uh, it is an adjective from the 15th century. One is archaic, having a beneficial effect. Number two, the synonym is the word valid, V A L I D. And it is used of a legal plea or charge. Number three, present or ready for immediate use, as in available resources. You do want your resources to be available. (laughs) Number four, we have a couple synonyms, accessible and obtainable, as in articles available in any drugstore. Articles available. See, some some of these examples... Uh, are a little weird. Like, why... Yeah, why articles? Right. Why not items or products or... Something like that. Yeah. Articles. I don't understand why they said articles. Anyway. Number five. Qualified or willing to do something or to assume a responsibility. As in, available candidates. Number six. Present in such chemical or uh, physical form as to be usable as by a plant. As in, available nitrogen or available water. Availableness is a noun and availably is an adverb. Availably? Availably, yeah. Can you think of an example of where you would use the word availably? Availably. I I, I can't even think I've ever heard it used that way. I am availably available? (laughs) Uh, In the last episode, we had Claire... And um, I wanted to see if I can figure... Oh, the, we had the same question. Uh, for the word autumn, we had the adverb form autumnally. Autumnally? Like, what? Wh- why would you, where Leaves would you ever use... were falling autumnally? I think that's the exact example that she gave. Oh. I don't know if it actually makes sense, <laughs> but it works in my brain. Uh, yeah, it's a weird... There are weird words. Um, all right, we have one more. One more for word. For this episode... It is the first form of the word avalanche. 
A-V-A-L-A-N-C-H-E. It is a noun from 1744. One, a large mass of snow, ice, earth, rock, or other material in swift motion down a mountainside or over a precipice. Number two, a sudden great or overwhelming rush or accumulation of something, as in hit by an avalanche of paperwork. (laughs) Number three, a cumulative process in which photons or accelerated charge carriers produce additional photons or charge carriers through collisions, as with gas molecules. Have you ever seen video of an avalanche? A a molecular avalanche? No, a snow avalanche. Oh, yeah. Amazing. It's nature is crazy. The the fact that it's like the, I don't even know what speeds they can hit, but it's something insane, and you don't yeah, don't want to be anywhere nearby. And I will say that precipice may be one of my favorite words. That's a good word. I I know you'll get to that in a few years, but <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking forward. Uh, for those who don't know, it is spelled P R E C I P I C E. I want a, a recipe to make a precipice. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I didn't warn you about this, but now I want you to pick a word of the episode. So of all the words that we said, and I can read them off to you if you want. Real quick. Uh, okay, real quick. Autonite, ox, auxiliary, oxen, oxotroph, oxotrophic, AV, 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 <laughs> avail, um, availability, available, and avalanche. Whatever criteria you want. I, I'm going to say availability because it just, that word is maybe the most available to me. It has great availability. Yes, yes. Compared to a lot of the other ones in this episode, uh, availability is much more available to my little brain. My little brain, too. Cool. Well, thank you for joining me. Do you have anything (laughs) that you want to uh, tell the people about, to plug, to whatever? Uh, I I appreciate this uh, opportunity to sit here and listen to words. I, I hope that there are folks hearing Spencer's voice. It's quite a good one. I, well, if. If you're listening to this, you're definitely hearing both of our voices. And uh, yeah, this was fun. I've been having a good time uh, having these guests. I, I changed up the, the method, if you don't know. Um, I had guest readers read before, and now uh. I'm doing the reading. But we, are, we have a little conversation, and I, I think it works much better. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, I think you did a great job, and we've got a lot of pages. <laughs> I'll be back. Yes, you will be back. Uh, all right. This is, uh, what is my sign-off phrase? Thank you for joining me. And as usual, this is Spencer and Jessica reading the dictionary. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye.